Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Well, 2017 is over, and so lots of people are doing things like playing the best music released in 2017, or naming the top 10 news stories of 2017, or whatever. So we thought we might go through the Electronic Cottage archives and pick out what might be the most important edition of the Electronic Cottage from 2017. Turns out that the most important Electronic Cottage program of 2017 is now possibly the most important Electronic Cottage program of 2018. Here's why. We're referring, of course, to the renewal of Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. This act had to be renewed by December 31, 2017, or it would automatically expire. Congress, what with passing the tax bill and not passing a lot of other important things, like a budget, decided to extend that part of the law until January 19, 2018, when it will expire. You might notice that date is coming right up. So why is this issue so important? At the risk of quoting ourselves from last year, here's why. Section 702 of the FISA law authorizes the National Security Agency, or NSA, to conduct surveillance, including of electronic data such as emails, phone calls, and so forth, to produce intelligence collected outside of the United States that might adversely affect the national security of the United States. Sounds about right. After all, the key word here is foreign. In fact, one part of the act specifically says that, quote, an acquisition authorized may not intentionally acquire any communication as to which the sender and all intended recipients are known at the time of the acquisition to be located in the United States, end quote. That sounds pretty sensible, too, if only it were true. Edward Snowden's revelation showed that in many different NSA programs, this part of the act was clearly being violated. In fact, it turns out that even the judges on the secret court that is supposed to approve surveillance activities, the FISA court, have often not been told about the, to put the term politely, interpretations of the law that the NSA has often used to justify violating what is a pretty plain English statement in the law concerning the collection of electronic information of people located in the U.S. and Americans in general who are suspected of absolutely nothing at all. Since it must be renewed or it expires, civil liberties groups and quite a few Congress people saw this as an opportunity to modify Section 702 so that the personal information of Americans located in the U.S. is not electronically collected and stored and made available to other agencies of the government on what seems like a fairly routine basis. The NSA freely admits that it does sometimes collect the electronic communications of Americans. This happens, according to the NSA, if an American is communicating with someone outside the United States. The NSA refers to this as, quote, incidental communication. Fair enough, that seems like something that could happen. The law says that if that does happen, the information collected on Americans should be deleted. Except, it seems like that doesn't happen. 
And it also seems like the NSA allows other agencies like the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration, and the FBI to paw through that collected information, which is also not authorized by the law. And it also seems that the NSA has not only collected information solely on Americans outside the country or those communicating with people outside the country, but on Americans within the country. All right, so how many people's personal information, love letters, trade secrets, and anything else that's transmitted electronically these days is actually vacuumed up in this collection of, quote, incidental communication? That is a question that Congress people have been asking the NSA for years. And for years, the NSA said that it's trying to figure that out and will get Congress that answer just as soon as it can, which has turned out to be never. Against this backdrop, Senator Ron Wyden in June of 2017 asked the current Director of National Intelligence, Mr. Coates, the following question, quote, can the government use FISA Act Section 702 to collect communication it knows are entirely domestic? Mr. Coates replied, quote, not to my knowledge, it would be against the law, end quote. Very clear, very reassuring. Until the next day. That's when Mr. Coates' office put out a, quote, clarifying statement that basically said that Coates was answering a question that was different from the one that Senator Wyden had asked. After a flurry of back-and-forth correspondence between the two, Mr. Coates wound up saying, quote, After consulting with the relevant intelligence agencies, I concluded that releasing the information you're asking to be made public would cause serious damage to national security. End quote. In other words, whether the National Security Agency is actually operating according to the law that authorizes the agency to act is classified information. If that answer is accepted and stands over time, it essentially means that we the people, through our elected representatives, have no way of knowing whether the laws that are passed in our name are actually being observed by the government that represents us. That, as philosophers often say, does not seem right. And since the law that we're talking about apparently can be used to vacuum up our personal and business electronic voice and data communications without our knowledge or consent, this certainly has an effect not only on our digital world, but on our lives in general. There are now several proposed versions of a Section 702 Renewal Act circulating in Congress. The one suggested by the Senate Intelligence Committee is entitled the USA Liberty Act, an Orwellian doublespeak title if ever there was one. In fact, that proposed bill makes Section 702 even worse for those who care about civil liberties. On the other hand, a bipartisan group of Congress people, rare in the current Congress, has introduced the USA Rights Act, which does renew Section 702 but puts at least some concrete limits on how the NSA can use that section's authority and seeks to ensure that the Foreign Surveillance Act is just that, surveillance of foreigners suspected of conspiring against the safety of America. It's possible that by January 19th, Congress will temporarily extend the current law for a limited time once again. However, it's also possible that efforts will be made to tack the USA Liberty Act 
on to a must-pass bill, such as a budget bill. That is a common midnight tactic in D.C. So, once again, though this is a new year, the old year is still very much with us, especially with regard to Section 702 of the FISA Act. If we have some thoughts on the subject, this would be a very good time to remind our elected representatives that the nature of the renewal of Section 702 of the FISA Act really matters to us and to our freedoms, and to let our representatives know which proposed version of that renewal we support. We'll try to keep an eye on how things progress on this very important technological and civil liberties issue right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <music>